amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to Making America Strong Again, the only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. to Making America Strong Again. This is your host, Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you today from our studios in South Florida. It's an exciting time, and I want to thank everybody who is listening to us across the uh, across the country on iHeartRadio, as well as our Patriot Podcast downloads at patriotpodcast.com and iTunes. So if you haven't subscribed yet to iTunes, go ahead and uh, search for it, Making America Strong Again. Go ahead and subscribe, and that way you can stay up to speed every week on the ideas and concepts we talk about here so we can implement new programs, new ways of thinking that will all be tied to making America strong again. In the show open, one of the uh, announcer's points is about patriots, bringing patriots together. And I've got a question for you. What is a patriot? What is an American patriot? You know, It's kind of funny because in this day and age, if you use the term patriot in some circles, you might be seen as an extremist of sorts. If you're in New England, you might be seen as a rabid football fan. And in many cases, people that thought at one time in their life they were patriots, they may not feel that way right now because there are a lot of people concerned about the country. All you have to do is... uh, turn on the news or listen to the radio for a few minutes and dig into the political conversation. There's a lot of a lot of people that are concerned about the future of the country. But what exactly is a patriot? What does that mean? One of the challenges that we've run into in recent years is that our language has become challenged. What do I mean by that? There are organizations, political organizations, non-political organizations, different groups that have different agendas that are interested in taking the language and changing its meaning. And I mentioned one of those things just a moment ago in the word patriot, what the perception is of a patriot. So here's a very simple definition. And if you want to look at it, go to dictionary.com. A patriot is simply a person who loves, supports, and defends his or her country and its interests with devotion. Let me say that again. A person who loves, supports, and defends his or her country and its interests with devotion. Now, in that definition, did you hear anything about political affiliation or any other discriminant that identifies a particular person? I heard nothing about race, creed, color, religion. I didn't hear any of that. I just heard it's 
defining somebody who really cares about their country. Now, we could spend a lot of time talking about the country's interests. What are the country's interests? If you go back to the founding of the nation and we look at our Declaration of Independence, which focused on the idea of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, those natural freedoms which we are endowed by our Creator. So our country's interests and those that are outlined in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights are elements that one would assume that a patriot is concerned about. What happens when patriots or citizens who don't know what the country's interests are because they've never studied the foundation of the nation or they're not taught that in schools any longer to any major degree, what happens then? Where do we end up? Well, we end up with a lot of people who are very concerned about the future of the place where they live. Now, the question is, is the place where they live a country whose interests one would support with love and devotion? Hmm, not sure. If we have a country of people who live here who aren't patriots, what does that mean? It means you have a bunch of folks living in one place who don't necessarily love, support, and defend the country and its interests with devotion. What does that look like? It looks like a bunch of different people that have come to America that aren't necessarily concerned about what America really is, what she was founded on. And now we have a real challenge, especially when those different interests, those different agendas, those different ideas are promoted by different political organizations, different organizations that have agendas. Many of them are financial. Look at where the money goes, right? That old saw about follow the money. There are some people who could care less about America, including a lot of Americans. They're just interested in themselves. They're just interested in their money. They're interested in their future. And sadly, whether it means that the Constitution stays in place or not, whether it means the borders are respected and secured or not, those are irrelevant to a lot of people. I say a lot. I don't mean necessarily a majority of Americans, but I mean a significant number so that, for example, if you look at the border issue, We have laws on the books right now that require us to fund and close the border, keep the border secure. We do not have a secure border. Why not? Because the political will to execute the laws that are already on the books is not there. We're not going to debate today why that's the case, although we could spend hours talking about that. But those are issues that if you have an interest in the country— If you're interested in why the country was founded and its future, that might be an issue that you'd want to know more about. Perhaps it's an issue that you would want to know more about, and you would make an inquiry as to the people that are supposedly representing you in this representative republic that would make decisions and enforce laws that already exist, questions that we should ask them. My point is that as we look at what it means to be a patriot, there are more things to this than most people spend time thinking about in their daily life. 
candidly, most Americans aren't thinking about these bigger issues. And when they do, part of the challenge is that they are responding to media input or political input that is designed to wreak havoc on their emotions. It's designed to get people feeling a certain way. It's designed people to get completely fed up with a party or a candidate or a certain situation. But when you turn all the noise off and you sit down around the kitchen table, what are most American patriots troubled about today? What are they concerned about? What are the top issues on their agenda? Well, for one thing, most people are concerned about their own financial scenario. It may just simply be keeping their job. It may be creating a retirement plan. It may be taking care of the rent next week. But I'm concerned as an American patriot about my household, my financial status, my future financially. That's important. What else am I concerned about? Well, in many cases, a lot of Americans are concerned about what I might consider feeling helpless. In other words, right now there are a lot of folks in our nation that are focused on helping people feel as though they're isolated. In other words, assigning people to particular groups. I mentioned earlier in the definition of a patriot, there is no mention of a discriminator, race, religion, creed, national origin. None of that is part of being a patriot, except now we have lobbying groups, we have political groups, we have all sorts of educational groups, and folks that are not necessarily interested in America's founding, dividing people up so that we become sectarian, we become divided, we become isolated, we end up being assigned to groups or classes. How often do you hear the term middle class thrown around? Is America a class society? Where did that term come from? Where did middle class originate? You may be surprised to know that was a phrase that started with Karl Marx. You know, Karl Marx, Marx and Engels, the guys that came up with communism. We're not a class society. That's why we don't talk about classes here. We're not pursuing upper class or lower class or middle upper lower class. What is that? That is a designation someone else puts on you. As far as I know, one of the beautiful elements of America and one of the reasons that patriots are really concerned, those who actually love, support, and defend America and her interests with devotion, one of the things that concern us most is freedom and liberty, the opportunity to make decisions and choices about our future. When we consider what's happening around the world, we need to pay close attention to what that means in our homes. And when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about how we relate that freedom, how we look at the future for our kids and grandkids, and begin to answer the question, what can I do for America right now that will really make a difference? And we're going to drill it down into an even smaller element. What can I do for my family right now in my community that will really make a difference? Because that's the real question. If I do what's good for my family and my community... America will benefit. We'll be right back. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, 
Get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with PDGo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at PDGo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. PDGo.com. Again, PDGo.com. At SurfPro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on SurfPro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure SurfPro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's SurfPro of Vero Beach helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003, and with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family. And we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, thanks again for being with us today. We're focusing on a group of people that are beginning to fade away across the nation. Sadly, those are American patriots, people who love America, people who are really passionate about supporting and defending America's interests with devotion. And one of the challenges with talking about such a, a broad topic is that it's hard to get your arms around it. So we're going we're gonna to bring the conversation down to something a little more tangible, something that's easier to get your arms around and think about directly. Instead of asking the question, what can I do for America right now that will really make a difference? Ask this question, what can I do for myself if I'm single? Or what can I do for my family right now that will really make a difference? And I can tell you that if you focus on doing things that make a difference for your family, as an American patriot, you're going to make a difference for a handful of other families. You're going to make a difference for your community. And when we project that out, community after community, into counties and states all the way across the nation, if we have Americans who are focused on what it really means to be a patriot, not by just going out and grabbing a flag and parading down the street, although that would be fine on the 4th of July, 
but I mean in their everyday lives, in the work that they do, when they understand that what you do every day matters and it does make a difference and makes a difference for your family, it makes a difference for your community, and it makes a difference for your country, if you really believe that, and if people you knew really believed that, and they actually pursued it because it was more than simply just about them, if we had a higher calling, if, like our founders believe, that there was a creator that inspired our nation and that we were serving him rather than just ourselves and that our service to God himself, our service to those in the community, our service to our family, to our wives, to our children, meant that things would happen in our communities that would be better for everybody. Would that be worth pursuing? I submit that it is. So let's talk practically. If the concern for most American patriots is around their financial status, around their job, their job security, their future income, their capability to grow their company, their ability to retire and have predictable revenue, if that's a concern and you ask yourself the question, well, what what can I do that would really make a difference on that regard? Well, there are the obvious things in your particular place of work. But let's go beyond that a little bit. Let's talk about the idea of what happens when you apply an attitude of gratitude to the job that you have or to the business that you own or to the people that work for you if you're a business owner or a manager. And for those that surround you and support you, your customers, your family members. One of the challenging opportunities that we have in our very busy, fast-paced life, and this applies to both our country, our communities, and our families, and wherever we work, is it is easy to get overwhelmed with the challenges that are in our face. It's easy to get overwhelmed with the problems, quote-unquote, that we have. I remember as a young boy, my mom and dad used to tell me, you need to stop complaining about your problems. Look at the other child or the other individual that's missing legs or that has some horrendous deformity or has no food to eat. They have problems. You simply have inconveniences. And I would challenge each of us, no matter what our challenge is, as Americans, we live in the greatest country on the face of the earth. And regardless of the political chaos, the $19 trillion in debt, the constitutional challenges that we face, all that stuff is is certainly uh, something to contend with. But we still live in America, which means we have an opportunity to step up. We have an opportunity to step our game up in a way that will impact others and, by extension, impact ourselves. And a lot of that begins with how you think. That's one of the reasons we believe it's really important to come alongside people that believe what you believe, come alongside people that think like you think, come alongside people who believe that it's great to be an American patriot, that there's absolutely nothing wrong with admitting the fact that you love, support, and defend America and her interest with devotion, that it's not an old school idea to look back at the Constitution and the Declaration and look at the people that wrote it. And look at how they wrote it. Look at the Judeo-Christian principles upon which they were based. And to stand up and research and understand them and share them. Because they, in fact, are the foundation of our nation. That's why America is where she is today. 
and we've been through amazing challenges. But when you go back and you get alongside people that think like you do, you have people that can actually mentor you and guide you through life so that you're always learning. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what your experience is, but you need to always be learning. You need to be a lifetime learner, which means you need to be around people that think like you do. We believe that the economic backbone of America is powered by individuals who are small business owners, employees, and their families. We talked earlier about what it means to take care of your own financial house. Well, you work operate your business in a community of sorts. What's the backbone of the economy in your local community? In most cases, it's all about small business. There are large companies, many of whom started where? That's right. They started as an idea, as a small business. And then it grew to two people, and then five people, and 25 people. Look at Facebook. Facebook started in 2004 with a couple of folks couple guys hanging out in the college dorm room. Now it's massive. So it all starts locally. It all starts with an idea. So if you consider whether you own a small business or work in a small company or not, we all shop in them. We all use their products and services. So let's just think about this. Let's have a little fun. Suppose you were able to do one simple thing that helped the local economy. And by extension, people that you know did the same thing. One simple thing. What could we do? What could we do that didn't cost any money? Well, here's an idea. Remember I talked about an attitude of gratitude? What if we were in position to thank those small businesses, to thank the owners of those companies? Right now, a lot of small business owners get a bad rap in the, in the media because we're supposedly the greedy people that keep all the money. Well, nobody seems to remember the fact that the small business owner who took the risk, put the risk capital up, put their put their family's future on the line so that they could build something in pursuit of a dream, so that they could hire other people, so they could bring other families in and serve others. A lot of folks forget that. And there are a lot of small businesses out there right now who are living very frustrated experiences because their financial house is in chaos. What if we could simply reach out and thank a small business? What if we could thank their employees for the hard work that they do? And what about the family members of those small business owners, those entrepreneurs, and those employees who are working eight to faint to provide the food that you buy in the restaurant or to provide the service that you get in your local community, to get your hair done, to get your lawn squared away, to get your automotive vehicle repaired? along with all the other products and services that you get in your local community. You know, there are 30 million small businesses. 72% of those small businesses in America are run by single-person operations. In other words, one person runs 22 million small businesses in America. What if we just simply, easily thank them for what they did? You ever been in the scenario where you're just doing what you do every day and somebody stops and says, you know what? I really appreciate what you've done. I appreciate the dedication to your job. I appreciate to the level of service that you've given me. You ever had an experience like that? No matter what you do for a living, no matter what your existence is, when somebody thanks you 
and they mean it. They're not doing it to get something from you. They're doing it because they truly appreciate what you do. How do you feel? How does that make you feel when somebody thanks you? Imagine now small businesses, employees, and their families are legitimately and actively thanked for the work that they've done and the contribution they've made to a community. How do you think it would make them feel? And what happens if we shared that idea? We invited others to thank those small companies. Pick one. I don't care what it is. Think about that today when you're at lunch. Think about that when you're stopping somewhere at a rest stop and you meet somebody that's working. Thank them. Find a way to thank somebody wherever you are for what they've done and do it from the bottom of your heart. And I suggest that by focusing on the gratitude for America and the people in our country, we can inspire patriots across the nation, which will be a key part of making America strong again. We'll talk to you next week. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.